Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Why? Because I gotta. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. What is your name? <laughs> Starts with a B, ends with a B. Oh, don't tell me. <laughs> Ten seconds, Bob. Bob! 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 Woohoo! Jeff Lutz. Now, why do they call this a urine monkey? A- oh, just found out. Yuck. In Jason Duda. For today, anyway. I know that, dude. 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Strap yourself in and feel the cheese. Hello, everybody. It is a Wednesday edition, the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, and our friend Jason Duda in the three-man booth. Max Power makes it a four-man booth, except... He's back in the He's East not in the booth. studio uh, producing and engineering the show. And uh, welcome to everybody on this free Thanksgiving show. Nothing here tomorrow or Friday except uh, I think they're going to certainly run. There will be something on the radio. I would assume. I just don't know what that will be. It will not be us. Hello, what, Jason Duda. What if they just r- rerun a show? You brought over some Snickers salad for me today. Yeah. Uh, begrudgingly, you weren't happy to do it. Well. But your wife. She uh, listened to the show that day, so you got some. And then so she also made some loaded baked potato chips and dip. So Jeff gets to have that. And that's I, for me. I had to stop and buy my own coffee today. That's what happened. Nothing for you. So how's it going for me? Just fantastic. Well, I assume you'll get cooked for tomorrow. I better. I, I, better. I will not. You won't? No, he's working, which he's reminded us now about 75 I'm times. Yes, oh, I'm working. He's well, working tomorrow. I'll be yeah, working. Aren't you going to get paid like no, time? No, I'm not. You don't get paid holiday pay? No, I'm on salary. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate. That was a terrible negotiation. Well, you, what are you going to do? You went away for a trip this weekend, so. Yeah, work. Yeah. It's all go, good. Go the morning. 
Get if, it you'll, over if you'll let me cover something sad, first of all, it's the 60th anniversary of uh, the President Kennedy assassination, uh, which is sad still, 60 years later. I was eight years old. Neither of you were uh, on the earth at that time, but I have uh, certainly memories of that. They're vague, but they're, they're there, and uh, 60 years ago today. It's just unbelievable. Uh, secondly, I wanted to talk briefly about the passing of a good friend. Uh, his name is Reed Shounts, and he was a basketball player back in the day at South High School on some of the great South High teams of that era in the late 1970s. And later in life, I uh, ran into him again when he uh, worked for Ready Industries and then later on his own uh, as an irrigation guy. He would, come and, uh, he would come and turn my sprinklers on and off in the spring and winter. He would come and service them. Uh, saw quite a bit of Reed. And uh, unfortunately, he uh, passed away, and uh, very sad. I know neither of you guys knew him, but I, I know a lot him of him several times. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he went out to your place to do some irrigation work, didn't he? I think he did, yeah, and I saw him over here a couple times. So, yeah, I knew Reed a little bit. Good man. Very, 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 very good man, and uh, we're very sorry to lose Reed Shouts. Uh, all right, 869-1240, the uh, IHOP hotline. We're going to make picks later today. We've got comedian Joe Gatto. We're going to talk with Andover Central coach Derek Tuttle. But before we do any of that, I'm going to uh, dig in. You're going to you're going to rip well, into that Snickers salad, which looks like queso. Yeah, from, I, from I, where made I, the, I made the remark when Jason mentioned this the other day. What is Snickers salad? He didn't know. He just eats. I knew it was good. It had <laughs> apples, green you, apples, and Snickers. You put something in front of him, he'll eat it, and he won't really look at the ingredients. Does he need to? Well, I don't no. know. I mean, I, no, you don't. I've always just wondered. Uh, he thought this was more like a Waldorf salad. Which is not. But it's, about, it's a combination of Waldorf salad apples, is. and frozen Snickers yeah. candy bar. And maybe another ingredient or two. Well, and there's uh, vanilla pudding. And Well, that's I said pudding. Oh, well. So yeah. what I'm going to do is uh, dig in here and get a chunk of apple, a chunk of Snickers, okay, and, see, and see some of think. the pudding. And uh, while I do this, Jeff's looking at it like <laughs> that looks. <laughs> you know, Dia, I don't know why you made Jeff anything. <laughs> no, it just it doesn't. It, I'm sure it tastes amazing, but... Uh, you got to get over the aesthetics Look, of it. Because it looks like vanilla, because it looks like pudding. Yeah, it's pudding with something pudding chunky with stuff in it. in it. I mean, so what? You'll, you'll be all right. Butterscotch pudding. It has that, it has that look, That's what right? the look is, yeah. That's what it is. So while you guys talk, I'm going to take a bite. Well, you go right ahead. And then Jeff can try his if he says he likes it. I'm sure I'll like chips and dip, but I don't know if I want to eat chips on the air and make a crunchy sound. Oh, well, that's true. Oh, my God. Oh my God! <laughs> your yes, wife, no, your wife is a genius. It's good. I know. It's no wonder you love food as much as you do. Well, if she does, she doesn't. She does a lot of bake. She does stuff like this, dips and stuff. That's what she does. I do the cook, but I could eat that stuff all day. Well, I don't. 
There's a strong place in the world for dips. Let me just tell you that. Listen, I had high expectations. She exceeded them. I know. It's good stuff, man. Very good, Dia, and thank you so much for the paltry amount that you sent over. <laughs> what are you talking oh, about? Jeez. What, what an unthankful person I am. Yeah, because that's more than enough in uh, one sitting. Plenty that's more. probably for good for at least two. Plenty more than three. enough. Wow. I just got to give a shot in there, eh? Just got to. Even to your w- even lovely to the, wife. Even to my wife, you got to get got to get a shot in there. Doesn't matter what it is. Well, there. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's outstanding. My wife is upstairs making her world-famous potato salad. That you've never even had. I'm oh, sure. I've had it. It's very good. I tease her about it. It's a family tradition, and uh, we'll be taking that to her relative's house tomorrow. The world famous potato salad. I'm working tomorrow, oh. dudes, so I won't. Are I won't be able to. I you know what? I we hope you don't have any dinner. We hope nothing happens for. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now tell the listeners about your escapade. Do I have to? Yeah, I, it's I, not that. Uh, it's not that I mind talking about it. I don't mind talking about it, but it just makes me upset because I know my wife is upset about it, and anything that uh, makes me think of my wife, I don't like. But I'll tell. I mean, I guess anything that makes you think of your wife, you being don't want upset. To well, how upset is she? I mean, she's not thrilled. One to ten. It was about a fourteen last night. I think it's come down a little bit. Oh, I would. What were you yeah. on one to ten? I didn't know how bad it was, and I tried to uh, hang in there for her. Well, listen to this. This is called you're giving your cats too much freedom. Uh, here freedom. we go. I mean, cats and pets walk around during the day in the house. This time, this is not the first time that they've flipped the water on because we have a little back and sink, forth lever. We have a little back and forth lever. It's not like the handles. You can just basically, if you bump well, it maybe forward. Maybe you should have gotten a different well, hand. Trust me. Or just got it so they, they couldn't do it again. Trust me. They did it? I've They've had, done it before? Yes. Well, that's then what, what he just said. Yeah, I, I, I thought that's what he said. Thanks for catching that. But this time. Wait a minute. Why, why would they ever have the opportunity to do it again if they'd done it before? I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. I didn't know that there were solutions. Tell us what happened. There were, you didn't know there were so- Help me out. If my wife doesn't think of a solution, I just assume there are, there are none. Uh, but we You got home yesterday, and what did you see? I saw our sink overflowed, our kitchen wooden floor with uh, standing water in it, dripping and running all to the carpet in the living room, uh, the bedroom. And it was an unsightly sight because a cup had gotten stuck in the drain. Uh, the cat, we didn't know who it was. Would I know who it was. Have, uh, no, they would, it, no, it wouldn't have, nothing would have happened if the cup hadn't been in the drain somehow. We didn't put a cup in the drain. I don't know how a cup got in the well, drain. Well, a cat knocked it in the drain. Yeah, but how? Well, how, do you that, I, how are you that precise? And how? Or the water that was in there started and got to the dishes that were in the sink and it floated into there the were drain. like no dishes in the sink i think well, she bumped it, it in from the side of the of the uh sink because ah. the soap the little hand soap was also so the water got turned on and there was nothing to uh stop it 
stop the water, and it overflowed, and it got onto your floor everywhere. Cabinetry. And so what's uh, what's been done since? We got Stanley Steamer out there as we speak, drying out the carpet, drying out well, the... Well, you're very fortunate they got out there this quickly. Yeah, that's good. That's that's a good sign. If you can, if it gets dry, if you can dry it out quick enough, it's it might be okay, but I don't know for sure. Well, some of the stuff is already warped. Some of the flooring is chipped, and I don't know. I don't know what the because uh, it doesn't seem it's not like a huge, huge deal. Like if some stuff is warped, but I know when an insurance adjuster comes out and sees that some of it is warped, that means you probably have to replace all of it. So you're tearing up the carpet, you're tearing up the floor, you're tearing out. Yeah, the you got a five thousand dollar job you're looking at. Five thousand, two million. I don't think. <laughs> no well, offense, but I don't think your stuff's <laughs> worth two million. It just seems like it'd be a lot of work. Well, well, it'll be a lot of work. It'll just be a real pain in your guys's butt, is what it's going to be. Yeah, and you hope insurance uh, takes care of some of it. Although, although now I that we just put out that the cats did it, and uh, someone I'm sure is listening. Well, I hope you're going to tell them that anyway. I hope we're not going to say, well, uh, the uh, faucet uh, exploded. And, uh, you know, if you have you heard of insurance fraud? Well, we didn't say that any human did it. We just said, I don't know. Who cares? I assume someone will handle this it. This guy gets so rattled about money and insurance. You just you don't know how to live in the in the in the daily world of life, man. I mean, these things happen, but you certainly, certainly tell the insurance people what happened. Well, yeah, whatever. Do we, Jason? Well, that's, that's what you got to do. I mean, I, it, it's what happened, so you... It's an accident. Yeah, it's not like it not was like they, done on purpose. It's not like they said, well, we'll arrest the cats and we'll... Uh, well, go from there. Well, we'll, you might want to arrest one. Well, yeah. We, we might want to think about it. But we don't it. know which one. Oh, yeah, we do. Which one? Sue. Well, how do we know that? Because she's the one who gets up there all the time. And she's the one who gets behind the faucet, the behind the sink area, and walks around and snoops for food. The other ones don't care. Uh, Sue has turned into a just, a just not rabid literally, but like a rabid, just I'm going to go after food at all times, at all costs. She's insane. And she didn't used to be like that. But now that there's competition, there's younger cats in the mix, and she just feels like she has to get her paws on everything, and it's embarrassing. Well, but now that now it. we're upset with Sue, and it's I really love Sue. Sue's my bud, but come on, Sue. <laughs> well, you can't just destroy our home. You're also assuming it was Sue. It was. You have a good idea that it was, but there's no video evidence. No, there's no, no evidence. evidence. I know who it was, it and it was corroborated that that's actually who did it. I know who it wasn't. It wasn't Allie. Uh, it very likely wasn't Nettie Harris because she doesn't get up there. And it might have been Kai, but it was one of the older ones for sure. Well, you, what, what you do is you move on. You're transparent. You say, here's what happened. What can we, what can we do? You know, our, I have a question. Am about, I right about that? Yeah. In, insurance I mean, well, people... Do they have humanity in them, or is it just all by the book and policy? Or do you think we might get an adjuster who has a heart and is just like, okay, yeah, this I sucks for you? I, adjusters are tough to tough to read, but most do. I mean, you gotta 
You gotta have a little bit, I would think. Some maybe go by the book. I honestly don't know. Well, I don't know what the I've, book is. I don't, you know, like I mean, I don't. I've only dealt with them with my stuff, with our roof and our gutters that we had to get replaced and stuff. But like you that. also and they worked were, in the industry. They were good. Yeah, but we know. I don't. We don't talk to. Okay. I mean, you don't. We don't talk to adjusters. Well, you just. They want nothing listen, to do with us. They, I don't know what the adjuster's gonna say. Um, you'll have to deal with it. These are things that happen in life. Oh, we had we had an we had a guy out, and I uh, I called the company that that we had, and I said I wanted somebody else. Really? Told them what happened, and they said, "Okay, we'll send somebody else." Right. When's the adjuster coming? I, I think Monday. I've heard a lot of different like this person we talked to, but I'm pretty sure the adjuster is a Monday. Well, it's probably a tough time too, I guess. To, being Thanksgiving tomorrow. Yeah, you're not going to get anybody this week, most likely. Although getting Stanley Steamer out, it's a big deal. That was huge because if they can dry that stuff out, that'll that'll help. At least you'll know where you're at. So, 48 hours of fans, most likely. We had that at our our old place. Well, had this a faucet out back when you turned it on, the pipe broke. We didn't know it, and it ran for like a day. And I went downstairs to her, the carpeted bedroom area, and it was soaked. We had to. We had stuff on for like two days. Pipe broke. Pipe, covered. Pipe broke. But covered. Insurance wise. No, we just we it, it ran forever, but we just aired everything out and it was fine. And everything was fine. So didn't I, need we to. didn't didn't have to get anything replaced and or fixed, which was good. Yeah. But it was in the basement too. With but it was the carpet and everything else. Well, so we'll see. Fine. We're not gonna try to forecast what no. the adjuster does. And uh, hope it doesn't spoil a holiday. I'm good. I'm not ups- that upset about it. Uh, I hope my wife, when I go home, isn't too, too upset about it. She seems to be handling it okay today. So well, there's just, not a whole lot to be done. This is what it is at this point. All you're doing, <clears throat> what you're doing is all you can do right now. Uh, KU, not much else you can KU do. playing as we speak. They lead Tennessee late in the first half. Uh they played really late last night and got thumped, and uh, I could not make it up for that game. I'm sure you didn't, and I'm no. I'm a hundred. I did not, but I uh, you, they do like uh, you can watch like condensed games. Well, I recorded it, so I, so I I basically watched the game. I didn't watch the whole game. I knew the outcome, but I did fast forward to uh, the incident late in the first half where McCullers uh, scored. McCuller. McCuller scored. Uh, don't don't ever correct me. Well, get it right then. Don't ever correct me. You know, uh, made uh, made jot a little bit with the uh, Marquette bench. Shaka Smart took exception. Told him to uh, apparently that ESPN did a horrible job covering this. It was pretty bad. I could. I was mean, it really? Yeah, they didn't really. They cut away from it. Didn't really show it. Uh, but apparently, Shaka Smart told. McCuller or someone to shut the F up. Bill Self rightly took exception to that. They got into it. Both benches were out on, not out on the floor. All this happened on the sideline. They were uh, out on the floor, but, but, it was during a, but it was during a timeout. Yeah, whatever. Self and uh, Shaka Smart uh, went back and forth. They were not happy with one another when the officials called them together to talk. Uh, they did not leave that happy about anything that was said after the game bill self was uh told that 
uh, told what Shaka Smart had to say and basically said, I don't care what he had to say. It's a lie anyway. Uh, good stuff out of uh, Hawaii and the Maui Classic, except for, by KU's standards, a 14-point loss. And, of course, everybody panicking. Jeff Goodman on Twitter saying, this is not a team I can see winning six games in, in March. Um, they play five games. Uh, listen, he's right that KU has not identified a perimeter game yet. They didn't. They don't shoot the ball well. McCuller played pretty well. He played very well. Yeah, he's a good but player. Outside of him, nobody did. But they, he's not your. He can't be the only guy, and he's not known as a three-point shooter. No, but he's gotten better. He looks really good. Well, sure, yeah, he, he looked yesterday. Good. Anyway, looks. I mean, his shot looks good. Uh, they just didn't get anything from anybody else. Uh, Dick, Dickinson played well in the first half, but did nothing in the second half. You know, uh, just because you watched a couple highlights. I didn't watch a couple highlights. Well, I watched the game. When? It, when did you, you have the opportunity like to watch the game? Today. At work? Yeah, I had YouTube on one screen and everything I was doing on the other. I got two screens. It's beautiful. And they play like you can watch like a half-hour version of the game that just takes out the timeouts and the – some of the other stuff, just the oh, there you go. Uh, so yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, it's Purdue and Marquette for the championship today at I think five five o'clock, four thirty, something like that, and that'll be a heck of a game. Uh, we've got a good show. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will talk to Joe Gatto. What's the show again? Oh my goodness gracious! Do we want me and Duda just handle this? We'll talk. He's not on anymore. He's going to be at the Orpheum Theater coming up on December the 7th. That's a Thursday night. We'll talk uh, with comedian Joe Gatto next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Here is the very much aforementioned Joe Gatto, comedian. He will be at the Orpheum Theater on Thursday night, December 7th. Part of his uh, com- comedy tour that is starting here shortly after Thanksgiving. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you so much. I missed what I was off- aforementioned about. All good, I hope. <laughs> all good. All, all good. very good. I, I, uh, I came clean and said I am one of the few people who has not watched Impractical Jokers, but the other two that are here to talk to you are big fans. So I'll let my son Jeff start the interview because... He has not missed an episode. He did not oh. miss one of your episodes when you were a part of that show. Yeah, so oh, Joe, I guess I'll start yeah. with I guess I'll start with this. Uh when you and I don't want to overload you with impractical jokers questions cuz I know you've uh, you're doing other stuff, but when you announced uh that you were leaving that show, how many people did you have to convince that it wasn't part of the show? <laughs> a lot. Everybody, I think some people still think it was. <laughs> I'm still wondering uh, no. myself. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, you know, it's it was uh, a, a good part of my life and the uh, reason why I am where I am today. So I, I don't shy away from speaking of it. Uh, you know, it's part of my legacy, and I'm very proud of the work that I put in with that show. So uh, I appreciate you being a fan. Well, and Joe, I got to ask you one because my son's listening. We watched we watch all your uh, all the episodes as well. Um, he's a huge fan. You're probably his favorite. Um, j- just tell tell us how how did it get started? Like, were you knuckleheads just sitting around saying, "Hey, let's do something stupid and film it and see what happens," or how did it come about? Yeah, well, first of all, your son's a very smart boy, clearly intelligent. Uh, we're raising a, a good young man here. Um, I, I it was more like uh, we had come up with a bunch of different comedy concepts that didn't work. They were like scripted or whatnot, and they weren't really fitting. And so we had like one last shot. We're like, you know what? Let's just do what we do, make each other laugh, and just film it and put it together, and then we'll find a format for it. So we started doing that where this embarrassment comedy is how I always made my friends laugh. Like I don't, you know, I'm not really, I don't get embarrassed, but I love doing these, making scenes and messing with people and making myself look like a fool to uh, make them laugh. So we just started putting that together, filmed a sizzle reel, and then we went into True TV with it. They saw it and were like, this was great. We'll take it. And uh, did it for uh, 10 years and made over 300 episodes and, I think people just really enjoyed the show because it really was our friendship on display more than anything else. You know, you've got to see us and get to know us in a real way. And uh, that's what we enjoyed about it. Joe Gatto, our guest again, he'll be uh, at the Orpheum here in downtown Wichita coming up on December 7th. So uh, stepping away from impractical jokers, it's a tough act to follow. Tell us uh, what led you to deciding to kind of embark on a different journey uh, where you are in that journey and and what you hope that journey becomes? Uh, well, I always knew I love to make people laugh, and I've been performing for uh, live for, you know, decades. So after I had some things go on and I had to decide what I was going to do for next steps, you know, the bills keep coming. So we were like, how are we going to – what am I going to do uh, to, uh, you know, make the – continue the journey? So I was like – I had my team talk to me about doing stand-up comedy because I've been used to – you know, performing live and telling stories and whatnot. So we decided to try that. And I started in Appleton, Wisconsin in January uh, two years ago. And um, 
it was uh, a really fun ride. It was really nice. And I was like, this is this is kind of fun. So I decided to start developing it and pretty quickly came up with my hour and ended up in theaters because the fans were coming out and my show had gotten strong enough to carry a theater show. And uh, that was really fun. And I was like, oh, okay, so let's take this all around the U.S. So I started doing it around the U.S. And uh, I performed live comedy in all 50 states. I'm going to Australia next year in February, which I'm really excited about. Um, so it's been a crazy ride, but the best part is I still get to make people laugh, come out for about an hour and just forget about all the BS in life and just <laughs> smile and laugh together. So Joe, I was just on a little bit of a, a road trip and we put on quite a bit of comedy, uh, during the road trip. And I was noticing maybe more than I usually do that, uh, when comedians do bits, they make up these characters and they give these characters names and they refer to characters and the names are usually funny. Like they make the names themselves funny as someone who made a fictional Larry, uh, you know, hu a huge part of your show. What's the formula for just finding funny names and, and, and making these characters up? Uh, yeah, that actually comes from like the improv days. So back in the day I started with improv and that like an easy thing to get people engaged was to have a funny name. We actually built a whole uh, bit around that on Jokers, the Crane Just McBasketball bit. I don't know if you remember that bit where we'd be we'd play <laughs> yes, receptionists yeah. sitting in a waiting room and we'd provide each other with a list of names that we'd have to call for people to come in. And the goal was you couldn't laugh when you said these stupid names. And the most famous one was Crane Just McBasketball. And uh, so that, that was always a fun thing for us to come up. And I always, my mind just works that way about stuff. And Larry just came out and, and next thing you know, it, it's canon. <laughs> and uh, Larry is what I'll be known for until the day I die. <laughs> Joe, what uh, putting putting a, a, a show together that you're doing now? How much do you, how much time does it take to get it? And and do you do the same show over and over, or do you have different bits for different nights to change it up? How did how does that how does that all work? No, it's my it's a true stand up show, so it's an hour and uh, a little bit of me telling stories of my life. I'm a storyteller, so you know, and I've got plenty of fun stories to tell through the fortunate life I've had with uh jokers and those friends of mine that I've been, you know, we've been friends for thirty five years at this point and it's just been you know, so much has happened in our lives together on and off camera that's so much fun to share. And then I talk about, you know, parenting and being a father and uh, my crazy, uh, my love for adoptable dogs and, you know, the rescue that I run comes up with lots of stories and especially being raised by my crazy Italian mother and stories about growing up. So it's a good mix of all that where people get to know me. And on the show, I didn't play a character. I was myself. So if you got to see me on TV and liked me, you get to spend a whole night with me as I tell a little bit more about myself, which has been, I think, really what the fans respond to and enjoy. Well, I've already got my tickets for the 7th, so I will see you out there. And I won't yeah. mention that he said I, I won't mention that he said that if you did not call our show, uh, he was going to give those tickets up. So I, I did say that. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, oh, well, I appreciate comedian. it. Uh, thank you. I think. <laughs> well, if you if you hear a heckler out there, you'll know who it is. Comedian <laughs> Joe Gatto, our guest. Who, He'll be at the Orpheum on December 7th. Uh, so I just wanted to ask you, who who is your toughest critic, and how do you know when something's funny? Uh, who do you try that out on, and how many times you are, are you, or have you been told that, oh, I don't think that's that funny, and so you maybe eliminate it from uh, your repertoire? Does that happen? How does it work? Uh, yeah, that's, it always happens, you know, as you're trying out material, you figure it out, you get in front of crowds and try things. But for me more, it's like, for me, it was always like you found something that was funnier and you were more excited to tell. 
so a story that you're like more excited to tell. So in my first half of this tour, I had a story that ended up losing because I had gone to uh, Disneyland with my son and we went on that big star Wars ride and he had never seen a star Wars movie or been on a star Wars (laughs) ride. I'd never been on a ride. So he really thought that we were in outer space in the intergalactic battle when the whole thing was shaking and everything. And he screamed the guard, he hugged the guardrail. He screamed, I want to go back to earth. Um, and I thought it was hysterical, and I was telling it to my friends in the car, my friend Steve Byrne, who I do my podcast with, Two Cool Moms, and another guy, and we were talking about it, and he's like, that's so funny, you should tell that story on stage. So that night, I just tried to tell it, and it got a really good reception. So I developed that story, and I took out another story I used to tell because I found that to be funnier, and I felt like more engaged with that story. So that happens to me a little bit where I find something I'd rather talk about. So, you know, on, on, on your show, The Impractical Jokers, you involved your families quite a bit. You even made jokes about your parents uh, having passed away. So I was just curious what your childhood was like, what, what got you kind of interested in comedy first, and, and how that, uh, that love was supported by the people around you. Uh, yeah, my, I grew up watching television and movies, uh, mostly movies, comedic film. Mel Brooks was a household staple of ours. I I watched those movies with my father and, um, you know, my sisters and stuff. My, I lost my father when I was 19 years old and we had always bonded over some watching TV and comedy and laughing together and quoting stuff. We watched, uh, we used to watch Tim Allen's Home Improvement and then Tim Allen's special was the first one I had ever seen, first comedy special. It was either the, uh. It was either on Showtime or HBO, but it was one of those, and I'd watch that with my father. And I always enjoyed stand-up as just, you know, a fan of comedy. I wasn't really, like, into it. And I'd heard of all, all the big hits, of course, And um, but really comedic film. Like, I, I'm a filmmaker at heart. Um, it's really what I always adapted to. So I really like comedy in the form of movies. So when we got to make our Jokers movie, I was super excited because I was like, oh, this is going to be fun to be able to try a different format. Well, um, have you ever been to Wichita before? Yeah, I've been. To, I've been through Kansas. Uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been a minute, and I don't think I, I haven't performed there solo, so I'm excited about that. But uh, you know, Wichita has got uh, you know good people there, and I'm excited to get around. Like I love coming to the towns a little bit early and just hitting the you know the main street with a coffee, walk around, do some shopping, see some people, and you know that's one of my favorite parts about touring is that I get to get in the town for a little bit, talk to the fans, and see people out and about. So I'm excited to come through. Talking uh, with Joe Gatto. He will be at the Orpheum Theater here in Wichita on, on December 7th. Um, so I'm, I like talking theory about comedy. Why do you think there are uh, funny people, and what, what is the uh, main uh, ingredient of being funny, why, and why are there people who aren't funny? Because I work with two of them here on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, you have it or you don't. You're not I don't supposed to laugh at him. <laughs> well, say you guys again, probably have the Joe. same opinion. You guys probably have the same opinion. So <laughs> I think uh, I, I think it's like you know it's not something that could be learned really. I just it's more of like you know you could be a funny story. But I know plenty of funny people that wouldn't necessarily do uh, well in entertainment. That just takes a different type of thing to do. I think you'd have to have a different you know exercise a different muscle. There's a little bit more of a charisma and salesmanship to it. Um, but we all have funny friends that we just love spending time with and enjoy hearing stories from them and whatnot. But, you know, as far as comedy theory goes, I mean, there's no right way to do it. I just think if you think it's something's funny, I've always said, if you are having fun doing what you're doing and somebody's watching you do that, it's infectious and they'll have fun. So I've always tried to use that as my benchmark. I've always tried to have fun with what I'm doing, what I'm trying to entertain and hopefully people come along for the ride.
So, Joe, real quick, was is, was there anything, you know, by the end of the show, you were not saying no to anything ever and rarely getting punished. So can you think of anything that you would say no to uh, as far as something, you know, that's, uh, I guess, legal? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't want to get arrested. I wouldn't be like, <laughs> take that baby. Uh, <laughs> open the emergency exit. Like, I wouldn't do that stuff, I don't think. Uh, you know, for, but for the most part, like, at the end of the day, we were friends, so we didn't really want to put each other in too much of a danger. So we always had, kept that in the back of our mind. I always think it would be a very different show if we didn't know each other and care about each other. <laughs> we were just out for blood. I think it would be a very different show that wouldn't have lasted nearly as long. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some impractical jokers for sure. I really appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, for (laughs) for sure. Uh, I don't know why I haven't. I'm usually up to date uh, culturally. I don't know what happened. Uh, But we certainly appreciate you coming on the show today, Joe. And best of luck on your tour. Have a great Thanksgiving uh, at the Orpheum Theater here in Wichita on December seventh. We'll see you out there. Excellent. Thank you so much, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks. All right, Joe Gatto. Uh, formerly of Impractical Jokers, and uh, certainly I got the biggest laugh from Joe. Well, we weren't segment. we weren't begging for him to yeah, laugh at us. We so. we don't need to get him to say that we're funny. We already know that. Nice. Uh, you, you need. My it. goal is to get comedians to laugh, and I think every well, yeah, single you try one impossibly hard, and uh, the pity laugh is one of your best friends. I think uh, every single comedian who's been on this show has laughed at a remark I've made. Well, that's unfortunate. Including the great Steve Martin and Martin Short. Speaking of pity. Uh, what do you mean, pity? I mean, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's, it embarrasses me, to be honest, that you think you actually made Steve Martin laugh. Of course he's got a fake laugh. He's the funniest human being on the planet. Max, can you, uh, can you get that for the top of hour number two? Is that possible? We're going to play the whole interview? Not the whole interview. I'd like Max to get to that part. Uh, just hit the fool alert. Uh, all you need. Yeah. If you can't yeah. do it, Max, go ahead and hit I, the fool alert. I, I have that in uh, the button bar, so I'll just find the part and try to pause it. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll see if you got Jeff, it in the button bar. Yeah, the button bar. We'll play the button bar of the uh, Martin Short interview coming up at the top of hour number two. The Rolling Stones are touring in the United States next spring. Why? Because they love music. Do they play it anymore? Max. Jagger can't sing. I mean, come on. If you don't have anything to tour with, if there's nothing new about your band. They are playing 13 dates in football stadiums. There will not be an empty seat in any of those stadiums. A lot of people holding on to their youth. You saw the Stones. Why are you down on the Stones? Because that was 31 years ago, and Mick Jagger still had an artificial hip. So being old means you shouldn't do things. That's a sad... Should I stop doing radio? Oh, goodness, yes. So Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, who are going to sound great, by the way. No, they're not. They're the Stones! Here's Mick Jagger. Oh, baby. Oh, get get ya. Meet ya. You sound like a complete... You're not funny, Jeff. You're a moron. That's that's all Mick Jagger does. No, seriously, that's not funny. What you heard uh, coming back in that uh, promo was real comedy. Was idiotic. <laughs> uh, the Rolling Stones headed back out, and and I've seen I've seen this. Uh, you're a fan of the Eagles, who are roughly the same age, a little younger, as the Rolling Stones, roughly the same age, right? Uh, still filling arenas. Uh, the Stones fill stadiums, so there is a you know what. 
the Eagles are a phenomenon, in my view. 50 years of doing this and still selling out arenas. The Stones have been doing it for 60 years and are still selling out stadiums. Yeah, I don't really get that. They at that. least deserve your respect, Jason I Duda. I respect the Stones. I may even like the Stones. But when I have a chance, Jason Duda. But when I have a chance to be irreverent, I'm going to do it. What? Am I supposed to answer that? Yeah, your thoughts. On what? They're selling out Don't you stadiums. respect the Rolling Stones? I know you're not a music guy, but I mean, and, and selling, you have a blank look on your face. I don't know out, how your family <laughs> is, is your son still listening? No, nah, he just shut it off by Good. Now. Yeah. No because question. if you are a member of the human race, yeah, and you're asked about the Rolling Stones, you have an opinion. Whether you live in Do you? Wichita, uh, whether you live in Seoul, South Korea, they have that kind of pull. They are a universal world band. Uh, so everybody in the world knows the Rolling Stones. They tour the world. And to sit there like a bump on a log, well, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, they I, did, I didn't say any of that. <laughs> you didn't say anything, though. No, exactly. We need something from you. I, I know my wife likes the Stones, so they got to be good. Your wife. But the fact that they sell out stadiums still uh, is impressive. Whether you know a lot about it or Thank not, you. That's, that's impressive. Thank you. All we're looking for. Well, they've had the greatest longevity of any band in the history of time. Here's where they'll be playing. Uh, they will be at the NRG Stadium in Houston. Uh, they'll play the Jazz Fest in New Orleans, which is a thing un unto itself. That's uh, they'll headline that, and that's a uh, the Jazz Fest in New Orleans speaks for itself. Right. Keep going. Well, I'm trying to get Duda involved. I understand Jazz New Orleans. I, I get you. it. I get it. They'll play uh, the State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona, Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, Lumen Field in Seattle, all NFL stadiums, MetLife in East Rutherford, Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, the Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta, Lincoln Financial in Philly, uh, the Cleveland Browns Stadium in Cleveland, and Power Field Mile High in Denver, Soldier Field in Chicago, SoFi Stadium in L.A., Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, and their one sojourn into Canada, B.C. Place in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Home of the, the Lions. Oh, it makes you happy. Uh, Didn't we just have the Grey Cup? Yep. The Montreal Alouettes beat the I Winnipeg Blue guy, Bombers. I saw some guy punt and recover it and get a new set of downs. He punted uh, uh, past the line of scrimmage. And recovered it, and if you do that, you get a new set of downs. It was now approximately 17 years. I think 17 years the, since the Stones were in Wichita. I think it was 2006 or the spring of 2007, one of those. Uh, I think it was 2006. And at the time, uh, we were in awe that a band that had been around that long was still going. And 17 years later, they're still going. There was a photo on online the other day of uh, Keith Richards, Ronnie Wood, Mick Jagger, and Paul McCartney uh, recently taken. And I find that kind of stuff to be incredible. Yeah, you enjoy that when old people are still living. That's big for you. 
Are you laughing because that was funny or because it was stupid? It, the, the whole circle, everything. <laughs> so <laughs> you like? Well, you do like stupid humor. Well, it is what it is. So that was just r- ridiculous. <laughs> it was funny. Come on. Why do you go see these old guys in the Eagles? Because they don't. That's not what they are to me. They. They're not old guys. They're just. They're just. But they are old guys. I know you they're can't old. Can't ignore that. Are you getting you, tired of wa- going to watch them? No. If you he if is, you, but he if won't you, if ever you can admit it. Check scores and text us while you're at a show. I don't like Funk Forty Nine. That, that song that bores tells me. me that you're more interested in what we're doing than driving no. there to watch the Eagles. No, that's just not true. I don't. Well, I don't enjoy. That was my theory on the whole. I thing. don't enjoy Funk Forty Nine, and they've played it. I'm not jo- at literally every concert I've been to. Here's I've how seen I read Jeff. Times. The only time he's been genuine about the Eagles is after going to see them where? New York. In New York, of all places. He got to New York with pure excitement at what this final tour was going to look like. And he saw, and he wasn't happy with it because in our mind, as I, I know how, how I feel, uh, the Eagles should be mixing it up. This should not be a greatest hits tour, uh, even though it is. Uh, so he was disappointed. He came back. He was trying to sell tickets, those tickets he had for Minneapolis. Couldn't find a buyer. Decided to take his wife up, went to the no, show. No, I pulled them down. And they would have sold because they were cheaper than every section, every seat in the section. Decided to go. Uh, went to the shows. Enjoyed himself. I mean, you can, I've never been to an Eagles concert I didn't enjoy. So he's managed to bury the disappointment somewhere deep within himself and uh, accentuate the positivity of seeing the Eagles. More power to him for that, but it doesn't mean the disappointment's not still in there somewhere. Hmm. Well, I'll be seeing him again. Where? Omaha. When's that one? February. Good gracious. That is, you know, he does this. I don't know. There's something in Jeff's personality. And it would take somebody with uh, more education than me. Because when he when he uh, buys into something, he doubles down. And even though he's probably going to have to look for ten grand to pay for this cat thing. Well, I bought the tickets before, and we... Had a little, a little bit of a windfall, and it's okay. Yeah, every windfall you get goes toward the eagle. Yeah, of course. Which makes I, I don't know you. I love your wife, but I, she at some point she's got to put her. Foot hey, my name was on the check. Oh, here we go, <laughs> and there it is. There it is. Well, that's completely. That's the very, very definition of selfishness. It's all good. My wife is going with me. She, everyone's happy. She's happy. I think so. Oh, you too. When you get that, well, I was going to say when you get that couch, did, did it harm the furniture? I don't know. Probably. Oh. When you get the couch fixed, uh, get on it so somebody can figure, figure you out, would you? That's I have no idea what thing. that means. That's a therapy thing. Yeah, oh, okay. that's a therapy. Get on the couch. Yeah, get on the couch. I get it. So someone can figure it out. Have a chat. Uh, we're going to come back and, and play a snippet of the Martin Short, Steve Martin interview in which 
Uh, they're, they're very funny in that interview, as you can imagine. And you're funnier. And uh, I'm, I'm hanging with them. Oh, I'll just put it that good way. Good player. <laughs> good player. We'll see if, if uh, our listeners agree. And if you guys agree. I know Jeff won't. No, I won't. Uh, we'll see if you all agree, everybody listening. That's coming up next. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.